everybody and welcome to the very first episode of Chai Time, the brand new yoga therapies podcast. Lucy, hello. Hello, how are you doing James? I am very good, I am very good. Yourself? I am good. And Libby? I am very well, thank you. Very excited for this new... Excited and nervous. Nervous. Welcome to James, I don't know if... So obviously you guys will know me and Lucy from around the studio, but um, James is a regular attendee and very good friend. Um, and he is here to sort of help us launch this new podcast. Very excited. Thank you for having me. Appreciate, appreciate so, the invite. Yes. But yes, we do have something very, very special today. We have, we're in the presence of Yoga Therapy's royalty. <laughs> the king and the, the king king and queen of Yoga Therapies. <laughs> Chris and Debbie, welcome guys. Hello, hello. Is excited to be here? Yes. I'd rather be known as a princess though. Oh, oh, oh I was gonna say this. Does that make me a princess because I work here or not? Um, um, oh, right, so yes. yeah, so, um, oh, yes. <laughs> French. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, You can be the princess of the yoga therapist like castle, don't like worry. But yes, welcome guys. Hi. Um, we're going to talk to you today a little bit about the new podcast, about this year, and about what, we, what we're looking forward to in the future. So, how was your Christmas, Debbie? It was great. I'm a huge fan of Christmas, and I spent a long time planning and putting up decorations. Yes, I was one of the once you put the decorations up in November, that was nothing to do with COVID-19, but it was all to do with the fact that I do that anyway. Same. I did the exact same thing. Yeah, they were up from mid-November mid this year. 100%. Why yeah. not? And Lowell had the best time. He loves Christmas as much as I do. So yeah, it was absolutely wonderful. Thank you for asking. No problem, Chris. Are you the same? Are you a Christmas? <laughs> no, no, I'm completely the opposite. So I'm full bar humbug Scrooge. Kristen celebrate Christmas. Yeah, Kristen partake. Gloss over. But no, it was lovely because Lowell, Lowell was old enough this year, one, to really understand it, and two, to be well and truly bribed with Santa Claus threats in the build up to Christmas. But no, it was a nice day. It was quiet in the end. We, we just had it at home. But we all had a wonderful time. Yeah. How about you guys? Good, good. We had a we had a very eventful Christmas. I know I spent I spent Christmas morning with my family, and then I spent the rest of the day with Libby and her family. Yeah, so, so me and James formed formed a bubble, yes, didn't we? We did. Um, we, didn't, we didn't drink. We were completely teetotal over the first. Are you sure? <laughs> um, we weren't. We weren't. When, when, when it's not up to talk about. We will bush over it. I don't know if I can even remember it to talk about. No, no. <laughs> it was it was a very it was a very heavy drinking festive period, which is why I've decided I'm not drinking until the thirty first of December. It is yeah. the thirty first of December. Yeah, exactly. So you so, so you're drinking today. Great. As soon as we're finished here. I went straight over mine. <laughs> I can tell you look very concerned. So Lucy concerned. Yes, your first Christmas in your new home. Yes. How was it? It was good, it was good. Um, I've got a proper Christmas tree, which is exciting. What, like a real one? A real one. A real one. A real one. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a fake one, but it's real. And it's alive. Um, does it smell nice? It does actually, it does smell good. See, I've um, always wanted one, but pine needles pop me off. Oh, uh, you know yeah, you've got a hoover every day. See, but that ain't happening in my no. house. 
is a lot cleaner involved in a new house. Oof. No, if I was you, gonna say. If you're a regular attendee of the studio, you may or may not know. I mean, you probably don't, she, she hasn't mentioned it, but Lucy, Lucy's got a new house. <laughs> I do. I've been there every single day. Do, do you? Yeah. I didn't even know you'd moved. You um, you've never yeah, mentioned. Yeah, you did mention. Anyway, my Christmas was really good, thanks. Oh yes, back to talking about you. Sorry. Oh, good, I'm glad you yes. enjoy it. Um, I'm, glad, I'm glad everyone's okay. I think we've had, it's been a year. It, it's been a year. Chris, you're with, it's been a year. It certainly has been an interesting year. Can you take any positives out of, out of 2020? Positives? We'll, we'll talk about the negatives. We'll only talk about the positives. I think, uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Well, I'll tell you what, why don't we ask Debbie? Yes. Positives of 2020. The positives of 2020, I think, for me, has really shown the fact that we are resilient. We can pretty much deal with whatever the universe has to throw at us. Um, I feel a little bit proud of how we've managed to sustain the studio, support the community and also all of the staff and also maintain Lowell's kind of lifestyle where we've tried to keep him going out to the beach, the park, keep everything running as normal as we possibly can. For me, you know, I'm kind of used to challenges. Chris and I have had many challenges over the years, and for me, 2020 has been a huge one, and I'm pretty proud of how we've got through it, to be perfectly honest. So for me, big win. It sounds like it. I mean, I found it, I know I think all of us found it a very challenging year, mm. but I can't imagine doing that with like a three-year-old child as well. <laughs> and, Do you know what I mean? And the business. <laughs> and the business, like... Yeah, like a three-year-old was relatively easy compared. Yeah. But in a, in a lot of ways, it's been kind of the ultimate test of everything that we've been teaching for the past decade. Uh, everything that, that we sort of build around the philosophy of the studios uh, has come to light and has, has shown its, its worth and its value during this year. Yeah. I think also making sure the the staff are in a good place as well and making sure that they have the tools to be able to do what they need to do to be able to sustain their mainly mental health uh, as well as their physical health as well. Well I can put in there and say you did do a very very good job of that. I <laughs> concur <laughs> and, and I think that you know from I think Lucy would agree, and I think James and the student would agree, that from the outside looking in, I think it was handled really quite wonderfully. Um, I mean, it's handled in a much better way to some other businesses, like that me and James have had personal experience of, so... We won't go into that, that today. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough so time. So I think, I think that, from, sort of your, from the standpoint of the staff, so me and Lucy and students, like, it was like, People love this place, and it's so wonderful to be part of it. Yeah, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. It has been even just seeing the faces, uh, the faces, yeah, like the smiles on people's faces when they actually come into the studio. Everyone just instantly smiles the second they walk through the door. I We're kind of like a family, eh? We yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think as well, a big positive is what uh, you two created with the support space and the yoga gym. 
Yeah, well. yeah. I mean, that was something that we we have really kind of juggled the idea of having a yoga gym for people to come and do their self practice, mainly because we have always had a practice, but at home with a child, it's pretty difficult because he wants to be on your back, he wants to be on your mat, he wants to join in, which is wonderful, but it doesn't give you that space. I think that um, for us, the yoga gym was really something that we decided to just bring out now for some people to be able to have their space because at home, it's your home. And there's lots of things go on there. You know, there's knocks at the door, there's distractions, there's lots of different things that happen at home that you can't really have that sacred space. So to create it here was something that we could do. So for us, that was absolute, it was the time to do that. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I know we've had many conversations, Libby, about practicing at home and you yeah. know how much. I, I'll, I'll message and I'll be like, I'm starting yoga, I'll speak to you soon. And then 10 minutes later, I'm back, I'm back messaging and I'm being like, how do I get back yeah. <laughs> into the zone? Because no matter how many candles I know, no matter how much incense I burn, it's just not the same. It's not the same as being in like a space with everyone yeah. else sort of thing. I think there's, there, there's something about the, the cumulative energy that builds up in a dedicated space. Mm -hmm. And even though the scents and the sounds and the environment are all are all considered very carefully to invoke that experience. It isn't the, the environment itself that really engenders that success, but it is the cumulative layering of individual experiences within those walls that, that really make it sort of ooze that quality. That when you step into it, there's, it's like a, an imprint, isn't it? Like a, a vibration of the building that allows you to align to something different. I think that's the real the real magic of a, of a yoga studio when it's put together well is that there is that reserve of energy that, that builds yeah. that all you have to do is step into. I think my main thing was, and I remember you put, I, I remember, I, you put a post up and it was one of the things that I just, I was like, I'm so guilty of doing that. And it's, I would always, whenever Shavasana came on, I would stop. And I remember you put a up and you were like, that's the, the most important part. Yeah. But honestly, I couldn't, I couldn't lay there because I'd be laying there and I, all, all I could think was, ah, you know, when I was doing that downward dog at the start, there's, some, there's hair that needs to be hoovered on top of this mat. Um, it needs to be done and I can't, I'm, I can't lay here. And I think once you put up that post and I actually took that time to just lay there and sit with it, um, it, it, you know, when you're in a studio, you have no choice but to sort of partake in that. And yeah, you can't just get up and leave. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can but <laughs> <laughs> well, but you just go. It's like an unwritten rule. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm exactly the same, and I think that's where a lot of it comes back to concentration for me. You know my attention span from living with me for over a year. It's very little. Very, very little. So I'll, I'll be in the middle of doing something and then I'll instantly just change and do something else. And the people will be like, but well, you haven't finished that, and I'll be like, yeah. Well, anyway, we've finished this year. We have. So, done, 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 done. You can all sigh, take a deep breath, <laughs> sigh relief. <laughs> so, question to Chris and Debbie Are you excited to see what 2021 brings to the studio? 
Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we enter into twenty twenty one with caution. I think we all need to be really mindful of our well-being and the safety of others around us. I think working through vaccines and testing is going to be something that it will be ongoing over the first few months um, and we're here to support everybody within that um, and hopefully if that all goes well then you know it's retreats back on studio running and lots of events planned uh, because we delayed a few of the events from last this Kind of, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. We did the opening month and then closed. Yeah. Do you think we can do the Christmas party in like Easter? <laughs> yes. We'll yeah, yeah. 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 Big things planned. Big things planned. Big things. Big. I mean, self-appointed resident head of social conduct and events, working <laughs> alongside, um, you know, the director of social conduct and events, Debbie. I can I can confirm that we do have big plans. We we have big plans. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, you've said it now. It's happening, and if it doesn't happen, I'll be very upset. No, right. Just have some faith. Okay, awesome. I will have faith. I feel like I should put in at this point. Um, so about the podcast as well. Um, what do you hope to kind of what comes from it? I think for me, I was really excited when I was presented with the idea. I think it's going to be light-hearted, I think it's going to be fun, a lot of fun. Um, and I think it's Are you having fun right now? I'm having so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot of um, good information, some good crack and generally having a, a nice time and I think after people have spent probably quite a lot of time on their own this year I want people to find this a little bit of company something to listen to like listening to your friends like you know watching something on the TV which feels really familiar because you know all of our students will be really familiar with you guys and anybody further afield will just really like that good vibe that you guys send. Like that. Good vibes. Yeah, good vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes. Chris, what about you? I think for for me, one of the things that twenty twenty really taught us was that the level to which we're able to successfully integrate the yoga practice into our broader life really, really did determine how well that year was navigated. And for me, the the podcast is a really open way to be able to convey. Not necessarily the, the heavier side of the philosophy, but the, the lightness through which this practice can really be integrated into a daily routine and daily living. And so that the, the, the anchor and the reserves that we were able to draw from our, our years of practice to carry us through this year becomes something that actually is much more easily accessible and not something that, that is kind of bound to the walls of a studio. So that's my hope for the podcast. I think that's sort of what we, we wanted to do. We wanted to sort of in coming up with sort of the idea to bring the podcast to people on sort of a Sunday night. People are getting just about to get ready for the work week. And I think people always have on, say, like a Sunday evening, that Monday morning dread 
you know, like going back, like I know when I used to work in an office and it's got to Sunday night and you're like, oh, do I, have I to go don't want to do it. You're like, don't. And I think, you know, now we'll have the Sunday evening yeah. and times like and, podcasts. Yeah. And then everyone will just be happy because they'll exactly. be like, oh my God, we've got a podcast to look forward to. And I think it's just what we wanted to do was bring that bit of yoga therapies into people's lives and sort of ground them, bring them back to actually, you know, what they can achieve. I think it's, I, I, I do, I agree. Yeah. I think it's nice to be like, it's a way for people to connect with the studio without being here. So yeah. it's literally, what, 20 minutes out of, out of your Sunday evening to just chill out, sit down, have a bit of a listen. You don't have to commit to like an hour session. You can just have a chill. And then have a lovely bit of meditation at the end. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just a way to connect without physically having to come here. And I think for a lot of people as well at this moment in time that are still a little bit wary of COVID, it's, it's there. It's, we're like reaching we're like out and touching Take a virtual We're virtual touching touch. the hearts. Yeah, oh, that's oh, that's, that's that nice? Sweet. That's the so, core, the I mean, we're touching the hearts of many, um, and I think, <laughs> I think that's that's our main aim. Like, we just want to sort of bring that awareness for people, you know, to take that time out for themselves. It's so easy in today's life to, you know, if, if you've got children or if you've got you've got this whole life, you've got work, people are never switch off, you're checking your emails, you're checking your phone, you've got to put the kids to bed. And I think just taking that 20 minutes for yourself. Chris is not, Chris is like, yes, you've just yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but just taking that 20 minutes, just turn, to listen to some familiar voices, just turn your attention inwards and take some time. I guess the hope is it kind of becomes like a Sunday ritual. So you just kind of sit down, listen, and then get ready for your meditation, which is on its way, by the way. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Good. Um, we do have one final question for the two of you. Okay. Which, can you give us a little bit maybe of a sneak peek or a hint of anything exciting that's happening at the studio in the coming year? Is there anything secretive that you've got planned or...? Well, it's secret. They're not going to tell us, are they? Hmm, what hints can we give? That means there is something. Ooh. Oh my god! That means <laughs> there is something. Lucy! <laughs> <laughs> well, we have some fantastic new classes. Uh, they're a really unique form. They're something that Chris has been working on for a while. Uh, Lucy and Chris will be kind of really delving into this, which will be really exciting. And we have lots of retreats planned actually <laughs> <laughs> there was quite a few got postponed um, yeah. we were working with a few places in Northumberland and we will be um, bringing that back to the, the forefront of our events calendar um, Bali will may happen later in the year this year and we have a few other things up our sleeve. Do you want to give any, any more hints there, Chris? No, I, I think that you've given... Chris is like, you've given everything away! <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, I like the taste, the taste of what 2021 is yeah. going to 
And we've also got our fantastic new teacher trainees starting as well, literally in a few weeks' time. Um, so I'm really excited about meeting the new trainees, one which I'm looking at right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it, aren't you? I, you know what, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing it. Um, I'm, I'm very nervous. I'm very nervous. But I think, you know, I've, I've always said it's something that I wanted to do. And I never thought that I'd have the confidence to do it. But I've, I've signed up and I'm going to do it, even if it's not to teach, just to show that I can do it. Yeah, and I think that's something we well can done. like, we can follow your journey through as well. I mean, I'll, have to, I'll, 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 I'll keep you updated. Let you into a little secret. When um, Jeannie was doing her teacher training, I, she said absolutely she wouldn't want to teach and look at her now you know she did it for a confidence she's very good though is she she is yes yes um, so you know I do think that there is something that happens on the teacher training that combats any any question that you may have obviously when Lucy did it Lucy was really thriving during it and also you'd already worked through lots of things to be able to get to that point to put yeah. yourself in that place to do the teacher training that you'd already discovered this is what you wanted for your future so you know you, you just you get there I promise you brilliant thank you so much yes, so well. well I hope everyone enjoyed that little snippet well, now, yeah. Did you enjoy that? I yes. I mean, I'm very excited now for what 2021 has to oh, yeah. offer. Um, it's it's been a hard year for us all, but I think that you know we've made it. We've got through the worst of it, and we've got through some really hard times. And I think for a lot of us, we face challenges that we never thought we would. And I think this new year is just a chance to sort of. Thrive. Completely agree. Yeah. Completely agree. Well, thank you very much, Chris and Debbie, for joining, joining us. us. Thank you very much. Thank you, all of you, too. Thank you so much. We are going to hand over to the wonderful Lucy. So, Lucy is going to lead us through a meditation uh, this evening. Take it away. We begin this meditation before even picking up the kettle, the tea leaves, the spices, clearing your mind. Come to the present moment. Notice any sounds around you. Notice the earth beneath your feet. Are you barefoot? If not, why not? Perhaps take off whatever is on your feet and root down into the earth. Just like the tea leaves in front of you, they rooted and they grew. So can you. Close your eyes. Take a full breath in. Send it deep down into the belly and breathe it out completely.
Open your eyes then. Notice what ingredients are in front of you. Look at them as if you're seeing them for the first time. Note their size, textures, intricacies, and aromas. And as you begin to crush the spices together, notice the smell erupt. And at this moment, nothing else matters apart from those spices combining together, becoming one delicious mixture. Mixing the spices into the water, you have begun the process of making tea. How amazing is that? Take a breath. Allow yourself to slow down. Slowly then, pouring the water in the pan. Notice the trickle of liquid. Hear the sound of it as the water meets the bottom of the pan. Listen to the sound that splash of the water. And standing before the pan, watch as the water begins to heat, seeing the first bubble form, the first bit of steam rise. At first, notice the length of time between the bubbles. Notice any sounds that occur. If your mind happens to wander away from what is happening before your eyes, notice that without judgment, and allow yourself to come back to the present moment. And perhaps now as the water starts to boil, the aromas become stronger. Your mouth begins to water in anticipation. And as soon as it boils, take it away from the heat, allowing it to steep for a couple of minutes. In these few minutes, perhaps you may pick your favorite mug and your choice of milk, setting it down beside. Where are you going to enjoy your tea? Have you got a seat nearby ready? Pouring the tea then into your cup. Notice that incredible sound and how the sound changes as the tea nears the top of the cup. Adding in your milk, watch the transformation of the colors before your eyes. So incredible. 
consciously picking up your cup, aware of each step you take towards your seat. As you sit, notice your sit bones root. Make yourself as comfortable as you can. Take a deep breath in and a long, slow breath out. Smile, you have just made tea. How amazing. And holding your cup in both hands, feel the warmth. Allow it to fill you. Taking in the aromas, noticing each subtle scent. Take a sip. Notice the flavors in your mouth. And then feeling that warm liquid trickle down your throat. Remember, there is no rush. Stay conscious of each sip and each sensation that occurs. Feel a deep sense of gratitude for the earth, the soil for growing the tea leaves in, the sun for providing light for the tea to grow. For those who pick it from the ground to those who package it and enable you to purchase and consume. If you're aware of the Vietnamese monk Thich Nhat Hanh and the concept of interbeing, you can look at the tea in front of you and know that this tea exists only because of each person in that trail, each thing that is needed. Allow that gratitude to sink in. While you keep sipping your tea in mindfulness, I'd like to share this quote by Thich Nhat Hanh as well. Tea is an act complete in its simplicity. When I drink tea, there is only me and the tea. The rest of the world dissolves. There are no worries about the future. No dwelling on past mistakes. Tea is simple. Loose leaf tea, hot pure water, a cup. I inhale the scent. Tiny, delicate pieces of the tea floating. I drink the tea, the essence of the leaves becoming a part of me. I am informed by the tea, changed. This is the act of life in one pure moment. And in this act, the truth of the world suddenly becomes revealed. All the complexity pain, drama of life is a pretense, invented in our minds for no good purpose. There is only the tea 
and me converging. Appreciate this moment. And stay with it until the end of your cup. Remember there is no rush. Savor every moment, every sip. And as you reach the end of your cup, place it down. Take a full breath in. Releasing it back out. And if your eyes are closed, then just gently flicker them open. Noticing your surroundings. Staying in the present as you continue throughout your day. Thank you for listening.